Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Ready Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Moranzi, throwing down with a raging redhead camp store. We've got a busy show uh, today. Steve Merrill normally joins us on Fridays. Merrill will be in uh, today at 420. Whale Capper will be with us uh, in the 5 o'clock uh, hour. And uh, Ricky Sanders expected to be. He's a game-time decision, as always. Whether it's uh, Ricky or uh, Drew Dinkmeyer. Uh, but in the 6 o'clock hour, I believe it's Ricky Sanders. And uh, we'll hit some DFS. So we've got a busy show today. We've got a big football game on the board. We've got a big basketball game on the board here this evening, albeit uh, uh, the Golden State uh, Warriors have some injuries. Uh, Cam Stewart might be injured, but he plays hurt on a daily basis. What's up, Cam? No? <laughs> no, 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 Cam? That was such a good, uh, that was such a good uh, intro- introduction. Uh, as well, so yeah, we'll have to get uh, Cam Stewart uh, back uh, back hooked up here. Is I don't know, man. It's like Fort Apache outside my window right now. There's like helicopters circling uh, over the Hudson. So what one of one of those days uh, today? Um, you can just you can just feel it. I, I feel like it's football weather. It's championship championship games. We were at the sports book uh, earlier in the day, and you figure that our our experience at the sports book would have been a uh, a smooth one. Considering it's a weekday and we went in the middle of the afternoon, but it's unbelievable, man. I roll into the sports book uh, today, and uh, you know I get there, and I, I'm there at about one one fifteen or so in the afternoon, and you know I'm thinking, all right, it's Thursday afternoon. There'll be a few people there. The regulars will be there. I get it, but it's not going to be big lineups or anything. So I go in there, and there's not massive lineup, but you know I have to go to the uh, the ATM. I have to you know hit up the machine. Um, so, you know, it takes me a few minutes. So I turn around and, you know, I, I get in I get in one line and, you know, there's a couple of dudes, of course, taking forever. So then I'm like, screw this. I'm going to go into the other room. I go into the other room and there's only like four people in line. But, of course, we got some dude playing a freaking parlay. Like live people play like live parlays there. So imagine like you're sitting in front of your computer at home and – and you're putting together a live parlay. You know, you're like, oh, look at this soccer games. You know, all right, I'll take these guys. And you start clicking around, and you're like, oh, I'll put these guys in. Then, you know, I'll put these guys in. And then let me see what the number of, what, what, what will this parlay pay if I put this in? Okay, no, I'm not going to do that. Take that one out because, you know, I don't want to add that game. The odds aren't enough. So let, let me add another one. These dudes are doing this, like, live. Like, they're doing this at the window type thing. They're like, yeah, what does it pay, like, you know, if I take the Raptors on the money line plus uh, plus the Saints on the money line plus, plus you know, the Lakers 
plus the Lakers over. No, I'll take the Lakers over off. Now what does it pay? These dudes are doing this, like, at the window. And you can't say anything. Like, I want to say something, but listen, I nearly got killed once in Vegas already, melting off to someone in line. And actually, it's, it's actually more than once. But once I really, like, legitimately thought, man, I'm going to get, like, whacked in the parking lot on the way out of here type thing, or they're going to attack me in this room. Like, I really upset a dude by telling him to hurry the F up. There was another time I told someone, you know, have you ever been at a sports book before? And dude, didn't it didn't go down well. That was at Palace Station. So what am I yeah. going to do? You know, so today, I'm, you know, even the lady in line, like one of the pit bosses, lady managers, she can see our frustration. People are mouthing off. One little old guy's mouthing off at the dude in line. It's not going anywhere. They apologize. I got to the window. She said they're working on implementing a time limit, but Uh-oh. there's no there's no time limit. Now, we got Cam right now. What's hey, up, Cam? Hey, what's happening, buddy? Great intro, too. I heard you, but uh, you couldn't hear me. I was just saying, hey, two times is a charm in the day. We saw you in the morning, and uh, we're yeah. back in the afternoon. I don't really, I don't really ever expect us to pitch a perfect game on this no, show. I was really you trying. Know, like, <laughs> when it says connected, I can only say I'm connected. I'm trying to get connected. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I know. For, so fortunately, so what's fortunately, I have a big, book? Fortunately, I have a big mouth, and I was, I was able yeah, to handle myself. You're, oh, you're very good, very good. Yeah, nobody, I, I told you that's the best skill. Nobody I know is better at talking. Like you're like the Vin Scully of uh, the sports radio show. You don't need a color guy. You just keep on talking. You answer your own questions. Yeah, yeah. Vin, Vin Scully. <laughs> hey, so what do you think about it? Hey, it's a beautiful day at the ball. Vin, I used yeah, to Vin, I love that guy. He basically has a guy like there's nobody in the booth. He does a soliloquy off the top. They go to the game, and he tells stories and gives the answers to the stories. Like, he didn't need a color guy. He was the only guy. Like, it was amazing. I just watched him go, wow. He's just doing every. He's basically pretending he like used there's somebody to. there, you know? He used <laughs> to have color guys. He used to, but. Says, they realize, you know what? He's at his best when he's alone. You know, I'll just <laughs> let him, just just let him go. Let him go. But lots, I, of fun, I, lots of fun. I was, morning show today. That was fun. I was man. spoiled though because uh, when I lived in L.A., it was uh, Vince Scully and uh, Don Drysdale. Oh, okay. that's uh, that, that's legend and legend right there. You get two legends for the price of one. Yeah, it, it, it didn't get much better. Like honestly, I've been spoiled my whole life. Montreal. Always had really, really good broadcast teams. Like, unlike the Jays, for some reason. Like, the uh, Jays, the the Jays have always had really, really bad broadcast teams. Like, it's just, they always had, even going back, like, no offense, but, you know, like, even, even in the old days, the Jays, you yeah. know, analysts were always just sort of bland and stuff. Like, dude, the Expos radio guy when I grew up was Duke Snyder. That's awesome. Like, Brooklyn yeah. Dodger, great. Like, Duke Snyder, because... He played for the Montreal Royals, so he knew Montreal. You like Montreal, and yeah, it was it was Van uh, Duke Van Dave Van Horn and um, Dave Van Horn and Duke Snyder, and then you know who replaced Duke Snyder? Ken Singleton. Oh yeah, Ken Sing and yeah, Ken Singleton with before uh, he was yeah, the before Yankees he went to yes, yeah. yeah, and then he yeah. went to Baltimore too. Yeah, no, Ken, Ken, yeah, Ken Singleton was the Montreal Expo radio, and like people like the Expos were the real deal, man. It wasn't just some sort of like bush league team. Like, we had real, we had, the, like, the best radio analysts, like, you know, it was Gary Carter, Andre Dawson, Ken Singleton, Duke Snyder, Van Horn, and then, of course, they hit rock bottom when I was in the booth. <laughs> like, <they> went, <laughs> it went from, 
It went from all those legends to Morenci and Elliott Price. <laughs> I'll, give the, I'll give the Blue Jays a lot more credit, though. You know, recently, they not, they're not screwing around. Like, they picked up Cliff Floyd. Like, they heard it from the people. Listen, you guys are a major league network. You can't roll out stooges to do this stuff. Like, you have to bring an ex-player or somebody who's bringing it. Like, you know, the, like people it's complain bad so when, much. When, I, when I'm watching and I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> I'm like, did this guy play for the Jays? They're like, well, yeah, he played for the Jays once in September like 12 years ago, but, you know, he's married to, to Hazel May. <laughs> or, <Yeah. laughs> you know, no offense against that guy, but, like, you know, Jeff Blair and just, you know, the whole, it's just so, like, local. It's, like, it's just so, you know, safe and, all right, this guy's getting upset. Like, look, they had Jack Morris. Jack Morris was great. They, you know, they, they, they hired Jack Morris a couple of years ago, the Blue Jays. They didn't like him. He was too, he wasn't, um, he wasn't like cheery enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a pretty sour guy. <laughs> yeah, but no, but he was a real he was baseball good. guy. Yeah, he yeah, was he was he's also ripped the team when the team needed to be ripped, unlike some of these other guys that sugarcoat everything. Exactly. That's Jack yeah, Morris. He, he wasn't overly cheery. Like he didn't he wasn't overly negative either. Like he, he understood, but you could tell he was holding back a bit, and you could just tell he was never really comfortable. And I think he does the Tigers now anyways, right? I, I think, but Well, those two uh, guys uh, who did the Tigers had a fist fight at the end of the year about a chair. So I think they got, they got a whole new staff, right? You know, the, the, the Italian guy yeah. with the slick back hair and the black guy, like those guys I murder each other in the booth. They actually had I like think a, they fired a, both of them. Yeah, oh, yeah, they had a straight-up fist fight, like over like a, recently, a leather chair. <laughs> I think they just recently, a couple of weeks ago, actually, stated yeah. that, yeah, like neither of them were. Yeah. They got a new they're, team. They're, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they're both gone. <laughs> My God, they go. They go. <laughs> you know what's crazy is those two those two dudes had worked together for like twelve years or something. They just snapped one day. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So I finally got to. You were lucky. You and I wouldn't wouldn't start throwing down over chair. No, no, no. I could see it happening. Like I could. You know what I mean? It's not not you and me, but I could get it. But it's just funny that I could see it happening between dudes that have worked together for a year or two, and then you find out they never liked each other, and the station manager never should have put them together. Like, you know what I mean? One of those type of deals. No, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of guys these like guys, that, too. These guys had been a team for years. Oh, I know. I know. They get into a fist fight over the chair. The, there's a good chair and a bad chair in the booth, essentially. Yeah. I want the good chair. You get the bad chair. Yeah. I'm good here a lot. Bam. Yeah, I guess one of the guys was, like, older and basically started dropping. Yeah. You know I have a bad back. And like, I, yeah, I've been working whatever. at Fox Detroit. Six more yeah. years than you. What the hell? Yeah, I've been here. Yeah, the, uh, the, I think the analyst, the young guy, basically said, "Sick of your bullshit, man." <laughs> like basically, like push, pushed them out of the way or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, things got pretty heated. The best part is they came back right on, eh? Like after the inning and stuff. Hey guys, we're oh, welcome hey. back to the bottom. Welcome of the back sixth. to Tigers baseball. <laughs> I know it was the bad. Then at the end they were not happy. Yeah, at the end they went their separate ways, and uh, then they were done. <laughs> it's happened to me. It's happened to me a few times where I've gotten into with people with commercial breaks, and uh, and then we come back right after. Hey, everybody! There were, yeah, there was one dude, man. There was one dude I used to work with, dude, and it was one of these deals where um, I didn't like the guy. Like I did, I didn't like him. Whatever, I yeah. thought he was a no, dick. And couldn't even deal with him on air, off air. Or just, no, I was yeah, younger was in my career yeah. too, so I was more like less mature about those things. Now I can sort of bite it. Like now, look, I, I hated. I don't hate strong word. I didn't like half the people I was on OTR with. Right, like, but you yeah. do, you do, the, you do the hit and do whatever. So, you know, you, you're professional. You move on. You don't have to be friends with people to do a TV show, right? But so it was this guy's name was P Card, and. Uh, <laughs> 
Peacock. Man. Oh, uh, yeah. Peacock. He was such a – he was very smart guy, though. He was very good. It was just we were the total opposite. Like, he drove a Volvo. Like, he lived in Vermont. Yeah. Oh, I could tell he, you. Yeah, you're you're not down with square cars. Volvo's yeah, no, no way. Nah, uh, he was you, a you, Red Sox <laughs> fan. He wasn't even an Expo fan. Like, you just – everything about him rubbed me the wrong way and stuff, right? But his show was pretty popular. And – Lo and behold, it just happened where it basically was, you guys are working together. You guys are going to do the Montreal Canadian show. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, this is going to be terrible and stuff, right? <laughs> Cam, it was some of the best radio we've ever oh, yeah. done. Sometimes, yeah, no, I'm I, telling I, you, it's it was just me and this guy going back and forth, man. But it was real. It was real. Like, I, it was real anger. It was just so, like... I was like thinking, man, I was, I was like, I told him like on the air, I don't even know how you're on this station. You shouldn't even be on. Cause he came over from FM. He was like an FM jock on the buzz, like one of the alternatives. So they, they wanted to get edgy. Lot. So I would tell him, you know, go spin a green day song. And like, you shouldn't even be talking about the Canadians. Right. But the, thing is, the show was so good that I started to like the guy because I, I started to look forward to it. I'd go in. I was like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, you know what I mean? And he actually enjoyed it, too. And it was funny. I liked it. I did and I didn't like it. But I had complete control of the show because he was honest with me. He goes, I got to be honest with you. He goes, I don't like hockey. And he goes, I don't like doing this show with you anymore, really. He goes, I'd rather be watching baseball right now. It's like the baseball playoffs. <laughs> So he used to tell me, basically, he, he used to admit, he goes, I, I didn't watch the game, the Canadians game. So it was good for me because he would just put it on the tee for me, Cam, right? Canadians lost 4-3. Why, Marancy? You know what yeah. I mean? And then you get I would come out, ah, I'd come out, this is why. They suck. And I'd start going crazy. And, yeah, he really, like, it was a good show because he put it on the tee for me, right? Uh, but um, I don't know what happened to the guy after. He's probably working on some, like, alternative state rock station again or something like that. They do that a lot. But, like, even, even when I was working at the other station. But I, I did want to hit him a few times. Yeah. Like, I, there, I, was, I, there was once or twice, like, that actually crossed my mind um, that I was like, you know what? I'm going to cross this desk and I'm going to punch him. Like, I was actually, like, thinking about it. Like, should I do this? And then I'm like, nah, I can't punch my co-host on the air. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Usually it doesn't end well for those FM guys. As you know, in this area, a lot of them uh, who did the alternative station or whatever, they try sports and it doesn't work for them because uh, there's no, too you're much right. going We've on. We've seen that before. We've seen it sports, before. Because sports guys, are they're, they're, not your, they're not your average guy. You can't just get away with it. Like some guys are in their mother's basement. You know, they're watching every single game all the time. This sport, that well, sport. Well, you know what it is? You can't get away with it. This, this guy was good for, he really did know baseball. He was like a baseball nerd type, geek type guy. He like he was ahead. Of, he was in analytics years ago type thing. Yet there's a big difference, like you said. Like you know, any a lot of the FM guys in any city, they know like the local team. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, sort of like uh, like that yeah. guy Todd Shapiro. I've been on his yeah. show. Like the oh, yeah, Todd, Todd Shapiro. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. He knows the Leafs. You know, but Todd Shapiro tweets about the Leafs and he watches the Leafs religiously, and yeah. he'll talk about the Leaf game on the morning. Yet. You know, you make them a sports show host. You can't, you can't just talk about the local popular one team. And yeah, you can maybe get away with it in the season, but like you said, guys like the, you know, the other, the the jackass guy that uh, got the, I'm not gonna say his name. That guy, you know, being a sports guy, people don't realize how, that it's easy to do be a sports guy 
like the week of the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? The day after the Super Bowl. Hey, I'm going to be a sports guy. You know, be a sports guy like in a day like today in November. Be a sports guy like when nothing's going on in February. Be a sports guy on June 22nd, right? Like that's that's the thing. That's that's where you, you can separate people. And let's be honest. How hard is it to spin a freaking tune, Cam? Hey, everyone. Good morning. It's 714 <laughs> in the morning. Here's the new offspring. Exactly. <laughs> okay, there, there. Where's my $300,000? Like, the, the, station, the station that I worked with, Maretzi, was the best, right? So they got these new hosts because the station was going under, and they had, like, a public service message. Please be patient with the hosts that we have right now. I know you expect, like, things were going so bad. They had to, like, say, please don't attack the guys that we have spinning the records right now. Like, they were, like, st- straight out of school, spinning tunes like telling stories and like these old school rockers are like get these dicks off the air like they were like gonna boycott the station please please give them a chance <laughs> i was like wow what kind of station does that man but i don't anyway, know they do i don't know how we got i don't know how we got on uh the broadcasters either. throwing it down but yeah it just happened organically our boy wiley coyote putting it's got a great picture and that's a strike right down st Catherine street Papa's got a new bag. (laughs) Good job, gang. (laughs) Game Time Decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Y'all gonna wanna get them picks. Gimme Kim is out for them pesos. Y'all gonna wanna get them picks. You better pick who we say so. Our new intro. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep keeping it real. I like it. We got picks. We're in search of those pesos. We are. Yeah, Horrible they gonna night wanna for get me on the picks. ice last night. Needs picks. Need some pesos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad All we right, took Kate. it easy last night. I didn't like, uh, we talked about it. It's almost weird. We have these vibes now. I didn't like the board, and uh, it was bad. What's going on there? I don't know. It sounds like, uh, yeah. where, where's the party? It sounds like he's Steve got Harrell? a key, yeah. Yeah. Is Steve having Is a Christmas Steve? party? Steve. Do we have Steve uh, Merrill yet? All right, and also I think that party's coming from the pit. So uh, if we, yeah. we can, uh, hey, MC uh, Master Yang, uh, when you're done rapping, there you got to turn the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> got to make some pesos. Yeah, I like I like the rap name. He's all excited in there. Yeah, he just did my debut on the radio, and they forgot to turn the mic off. Yang's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get Steve Merrill on in in, in a couple of minutes. Yeah, I, I told you before. I met Vince Scully. Nice, nice man. Um, at least, like, he was polite. You know what I mean? Like, I told you. Like, uh, I met pretty much all the, the big broadcasters. And, uh, Vin, yeah, Vin, Vince Scully was real cool. As far as Don Drysdale is concerned, too, I'm pretty sure Don Drysdale, he died in Montreal. Really? 
Yeah, like I know it's kind of a weird thing to, to know or say, but <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like he, Colonel Sanders died in Mississauga. Like he died in a hotel room, the Queen Elizabeth Hotel, yeah. Don really? Trysdale. Yeah, the same hotel that uh, John Lennon uh, took over and uh, did the uh, give peace a chance thing. Yeah. Yeah, like John Lennon, like he he stayed in a hotel room for like I don't know, man. It was a, a peace Long sit time? in or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. My mother Goodbye, was there. Yeah. My, my mother. Was she my really? Mother had, your, yeah. Your, your mom was a hippie. Yeah, my mom was a hippie yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, she's a smoke them if you got them, Joanne. All right, so we'll get. I think we'll Steve's, get Steve Merrill on. I think he's around. We, yeah, have, Steve, Steve, we have Steve, Steve now, uh, Yank. I'm here, guys. Yay! Steve Merrill. Steve, lucky Steve. What's up, Steve? How you doing? Wait. Doing well, man. Waiting in the wings. Yeah, yeah, good <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, we appreciate. Yeah, Cam was waiting in the wings off the top of the show. Don't feel bad. Don't take it personal. Um, so uh, we got some big games tonight, actually. So we got a big football game tonight. Yep. Uh, big basketball game too. Yeah, yeah. The basketball game, unbelievable. This point spread, like nine I, and a know, half listen, now. Nine there's and no a half. Draymond Green. There's no Steph Curry. Yet I didn't think the Raptors would open up at eight-point favorites. And as I can't mention, I'm seeing nine now at one spot offshore. Um, you know, the big showdown in which Clay Thompson was the one that even said this is, you know, could be a, this is probably a finals preview. Um, so big game for the Toronto Raptors and the Warriors tonight. But, man, big, big number here, Steve. What's your take on this game? Yeah, he's still got what Duran and Clay Thompson, right? I mean, two yeah. two all stars. I mean, was Duran and Westbrook a nine point dog in this situation at Oklahoma City? Probably not. Um, I think people just forget how deep the Warriors are. I mean, the concern for me would be if they just take the night off. But like you said, Gabe, this is a focus spot for him. It does look inflated to me. I'm not messing with it, but it does look high. I agree. I'm thinking it's a, nice showcase. Thing, it's a showcase game tonight, too, though, too, because like, think about it. It's a nice Thursday night. There's only three games tonight, guys. And, you know, it's the eight o'clock game. And, uh, yeah, a lot of eyes. Oh, it's a showcase. That. Yeah. Oh, it's I get a the feeling. Showcase. I get the, the feeling sort of it's uh, it's high, but it's high for a reason. And like Steve said, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, man, you have Kevin Durant, who's, you know, one of the best players in the league. Right. So is Kawhi Leonard. But still. So you've got you got Kevin Durant, you got Clay Thompson, and still they're still good. They're still going to be in a game. Yet, like Steve just stated, Steph Curry's coming back on Saturday. Yep. Uh, Demarcus Cousins is going to make his debut around the corner. He's expected back like Christmas, New Year's type thing. Like right after Christmas, Demarcus Cousins is going to be added to this. They're they're seeing a light at the tunnel. They're not punching each other and uh, and you know they're not yelling at each other or anything anymore. I think they've gotten through their little. They're a little bitch fest. But, like you said, Steve, in the NBA, and if the Raptors get this thing dialed up, dude, and, and that building is rocking, which it will be, it wouldn't shock me if the Raptors won 118.97 or something like that. And, Gabe, here's another thing. If you look at covers.com right now, there's over 500 picks on this game. 67% is back in the Warriors plus 9.5. So this is a, the Good. biggest public we'll probably see all year in any professional sport. That's not good. Yeah, that's music to our ears, Steve. That's exactly what we like. Perfect. <laughs> Publicly this backed game, off. gives me pause for concern. Oh, big yeah, time. This, big time. This game, this game is bigger for the Raptors, too. The Raptors Same might have game. the best record in the league, but like you said, Cam, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, we've been down this road. The Raptors have always been good in the regular season. 
they really are better this year. People are respecting them, taking notice. Hell, they're nine-point favorites right now over the Golden State Warriors. I don't care if Curry and Green aren't there. You know, you're seeing the respect factor. They've got to back it up. You know what I mean? And, and you, you know, you imagine the hype, guys. Raptors, Raptors kick the crap out of the Warriors tonight. The Raptor hype train is going to go off the hook. I know. <laughs> I don't it like will. it. And I could see also, no, you know, this like is a seven, eight point game late. I could see the Warriors just putting everyone on the bench, and the Raptors keeping everybody yeah. in there to win, win by double digits, like you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's way you know, more Steve, important than like, This is like uh, when I used to go to Lucky Steve, Steve's uh, Chinese restaurant. You know, I didn't have <laughs> yeah. to wait in line. Yeah, I didn't have to wait in line. The, the, you know, the power lunch crowd wasn't going. Now I got the power lunch crowd going to the Lucky Steve's. You know, you got to wait longer, Cam. You know what I mean? Like, that's like with yeah. the Raptors now. It's like, a, you know, they got popular. You know it's I mean? a problem. You know, Gabe, honestly. So think about this. Austin Matthews came back for the Leafs last night. They dummied the Sharks. Every, every sports, like, local sports show is like they got people camped out at the Raptor game already now. Like, no, you said it. And people that didn't even know basketball existed, like a few years ago now, hey, Raptors, Raptors, Raptors. Like, I've never seen more people. The Leafs are like, favored to win the cup right now. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's, I don't know what the hell's going on here. People got to slow the down. The city of Toronto is, they like, expected slow. to go to the finals in both sports right now. It, NBA, it's crazy, Maretzi. You, you left the city, and now they're winning. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just the facts. Die, die hard Raptor fan. They have their best year ever. I get out of there. Like, I know. I know. How are the Nicholas Rangers we'll make... and Islanders doing? Yeah. 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 Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> how about this? I'll tell you, Steve. I'll tell you how I'm doing here. I'm here in New York now. Coldest Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade in 106 years. <laughs> You're there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so much, it's like you, Steve. You know, you get, you stop watching the Capitals, and they started winning every night. You know what yeah. I mean? No, it's like that in any sport. I mean, any any game you're watching, which you have a bet on, and when you don't watch, you do better, I think. <laughs> there is something to that. Listen, I'll tell you, Cam, I'm coming back for the DeMar DeRozan game, February 22nd. Yep. If if they lose, then I'll stay away in the playoffs. Yeah, did we? Okay, did we, did we talk about the Timpton? The Timberwolves win by like forty or something like that too versus San Antonio. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they better win, Morenci. They better win. Although yeah. game, I did watch Game Seven at Tampa. I watched Game Seven at Tampa, and I watched every Stanley Cup game, and they won. So you know, maybe we're not yeah, the jinxes yeah. we think we are. No, no, it's not my yeah. fault they didn't defend LeBron James. You know what I mean? <laughs> How's that? How's that my fault? Like they let LeBron James walk the ball up the court. Um, the Pacers and the Lakers. I, you know, I bet this game. I was at the book earlier. I pulled the trigger on the over. Actually, I think I got it at two seventeen. I'm seeing two nineteens right now. Two nineteen, yeah, two nineteen. Yeah, I got mm-hmm. I got burnt the other night with the the Nuggets and the Lakers over because the Lakers quit. Um, I don't know. The Pacers plus five actually look kind of intriguing, doesn't it, Steve? I mean, you know, I think the Lakers sooner than later will start turning things around with LeBron. There's obviously with some serious chemistry issues for the first month or so. Um, been a tough team for me in hand. I've really stayed away from LA games. I think I've used an LA game maybe once all season in the NBA, either on or against. Uh, it's just a team I haven't had a good feel for. Um, I think the t- Pacers are probably the better defensive team in this game, getting points. Um, it just really comes down to LeBron, like you said. I mean, he's a one-man team. He always is wherever he goes. You look at this lineup right now, and it's basically LeBron and everybody else. And um, I think Indiana's a better team overall. Um, but, yeah, five looks a little pricey to me. I thought this game should have been around more around three or four. Live dog and cam the, tonight with the Pacers. Yeah. And the other game, take a look at the oh, total there. I know, there, I, I know there's the no – I know. 
Oh, right. they lost. What? They lost yeah. by five. What was it? They I'm were plus three and a half. You, but I saw they were no, losing. I know, I know. But they made no, a no. because they made a comeback, they, they, right? But they fell they short. They were down right? two. They were down two. They were going to cover in that game to the last seconds. <laughs> no, trust me, I was Steve, on the other night. There. Cam liked the, the Phoenix Suns <laughs> against the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. I told him, well, I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but I said, yeah, you know, just... you're betting on Phoenix Suns. Like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> bad, bad things yeah. that happen. The, how about this stupid. other game, which is actually, it's actually a pretty, you know, doesn't suck if you look at the records. The Clippers and the Kings. L.A. Clippers, man, they're the best team in the Western Conference. Look at the total. Look at the total. 235 and a half, man. Whew, that's high. That's crazy. I know there's no defense. Not, that's too high. That's high. I think the Clippers win the game, though. I think the Clippers beat them. Yeah, but yeah, both these teams have been great against the point spread. Um, I mean, the Clippers right now, like you said, were they fourteen to six straight up? They're thirteen to seven against the number. Sacramento twelve and twelve and eight against the number. These have been two very profitable teams. Uh, you look at recent results here. Clippers playing fantastic basketball. They've won now, I believe, is eight of their last nine. Uh, Sacramento, meanwhile, has lost for their last six. But, you know, it's never that obvious in the NBA, and you get a team that's won eight out of nine, <laughs> laying just two and a half on the road. It does look cheap, doesn't it? No, I know. I, I already played yeah. it. I played the Clippers. I played the Clippers at the sports book. Um, so I got in on the clip show. Yeah, but I got a chuckle there. He's, like he says, never, never simple in the NBA. It really isn't. It's never simple in sports betting. People always think like, oh, it's I not so. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, I always see these chats before. Oh, this team will. Oh, I know. I was oh, laughing my ass off. Last nice to the you're crazy because yeah. you take this team or that team. Yeah, oh, this guy doesn't know he's done. It's like, dude, yeah. no one, no one effing knows. All right, Kyle Turner exactly. told me that, Cam. Kyle once told me, he goes, I can't believe you bet so much money on football. He goes, I'm on the field, and he goes, I don't know if we're going to win games. I'm like, he goes, I don't know who's yeah, going to win. Yeah, for sure. Like, the yeah, player is like, he, he was like basically saying, like, we don't have control over this. Like, he says, and he's a player, he was telling me that. I hate that when gamblers do that. Like, even in the hockey game last night, Detroit scores up, Gabe, they're up 3 nothing. Go, it's over, baby. Yeah, Blues score three, but Detroit scored late. Then you go Then you go to the other Son chat with bitch, Vir- yeah. Vir- Virginia play. I know, trust me, I had a bad night. Virginia Virginia was playing uh, Maryland, too. Maryland. It was like, oh, Virginia killed. Maryland just kept on hitting threes at the end, Gabe. Like, it got crazy. Like, Virginia was up, like, 16. Then they Maryland got it down, like, to, to, like, to cover. It was crazy. Like, that's what people do. They chirp, they chirp, they chirp. Don't talk to me till it's a final. Like, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. They mush games. They must got the back door. Yeah, mush. Total mush, for sure. All right. Uh, uh, so, sh- points... Point spread, point spread for this NFL game is settled in at seven uh, right now. No. The money came in on the under, Steve. You know, the 52 and a half. So I, I wasn't there even a 53 out there earlier in the week type thing. 53 and a half. I mean, it's it's settled in at 51 and a half, and that's what I bet it at. I got it at 51 and a half at the sports FanDuel Sportsbook earlier in the afternoon, and I see 51 and a half offshore right now. I like the over of this game. I know the Dallas Cowboys game plan is to slow things down and try to run the football, but so what? You know what I mean? You're playing the New Orleans Saints. And I know that the Saints aren't an automatic over, but a lot of the, a few of the Saints games have had ridiculously high totals. This is a this is a reasonable total, like at fifty one and a half in my opinion, Steve. And then Cam, what do you think, Steve? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I think the reason it's lower than average for a Saints game is because Dallas, you know, statistically this year is not a great offensive team, but they have turned things around recently. And their last three games, four and now one put to the over. Points. Yeah, right. four and, and one to the over. Their last five home games. They, well, look, they put up eighty points their last three. The two games before that, they put up seventeen and fourteen. The game before that at home, yep. they put up forty against Jacksonville. So yeah, they've been a solid home team um, offensively in recent weeks. 
Exactly. Yeah, I was on him. Num- the I've been betting this team there. at home. I've been betting this team at home. I'll tell you, Marenzi, I don't like the total as much as I like the side, and you know how I feel about Dallas. I just think they could actually slow down the Saints. We like the, th- the Thursday night home teams, too. The Saints have been, they're rocking and rolling. This is a bigger game for Dallas. Now the line's down to seven. I think they're trying to attract Saints money. Just give me the Cowboys. I liked it at eight when I got it, but I'll still, you know, at seven, I think, I told you, if they lose, I think they lose by three or four tops. One thing we should note about the total of this football game and the game in general, actually, and I've heard a few people use the term short week, and I hate correcting people. I right. Think, uh, it's not a yeah, short yeah, week. I know you're right. Mean, Thursday, like, Thursday, Thursday to Thursday. I hate being yeah, that right. guy all the time. You know, it's like the other dudes, because a couple of dudes have done it on the show this week or in shows, and I'm like, I don't want to be a jerk, but it's not a short week, and, you know, but. Yeah, it's a week. Yeah, so that's just something. It's not a short week, right? We, it's not no, your typical Thursday point. nighter. They both played last yeah, Thursday. Point. Yep, that's yeah, true. exactly. And, 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 and these road teams have been terrible for years now in these Thursday night games, and it made a lot of sense because they're traveling and having to play on just three days, which is a much bigger disadvantage for the road team. They both have a full week here, so it's a very important correction you've got to make for people. It's an honest mistake, but, yeah, from a handicapping perspective, it's very important to note that because uh, this is one of those situations where that doesn't apply. The other thing, too, guys, is I think the better team has advantage on the short week, and that would be New Orleans here, but once again, it's not a short week. It's a fair shot for both teams. I will point out quickly, though, that the oddsmakers have to start inflating the numbers. I mean, the Saints have been covering week after week. They have not failed to cover since back on September 16th against Cleveland. They've now covered nine straight, ten straight. So, yeah, week two, because they lost week one. They've won ten straight since then, and they've covered nine straight. Um, You know, they just have no – no like like Camp, you're only going to get value playing against New Orleans from here on out. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, like you said, Steve – you don't want to catch a, a falling knife. <laughs> True. No, I don't. I, and by I the know. way, last week, Atlanta fumbles on the yeah. one-yard line in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, yeah. they lose by seven instead of 14. Yeah, that that's the, the thing. In the, in the that's the rate. thing about yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm aware, that Steve. Game. Yeah, yeah, that's the that, thing. That yeah. Well, I was all over them. Well. <laughs> Atlanta played like yeah. shit. They should have covered that game, Gabe. They made they huge were inside mistakes the five in that times, game. Come on, man. That they were inside the 10-yard line all night. Oh, they're, I know. They've never I been know. good inside the 5 and 10 that I know. I'm just telling you, though. They, they marched up and they, they did things against the Saints. And I Dude, think I remember losing a bet years ago. I remember literally like 12 years ago, whatever, the 10, whatever, you know, maybe 8, whatever it was, when Mike Smith was the coach, Tony yep. Gonzalez was on the team, and it was the same crap. You know what I mean? They were like on the 2-yard line. They were incomplete. And I was like, I remember yep. like I nearly smashed my TV. I had a massive play on it. And I'm like, you have one of the best tight ends in NFL history. Like, Julio Jones was in high school probably in these days. Yep. Like, Jones wasn't there. Gonzalez was the guy. And who was the other dude they had? Was it Roddy White maybe in that era type Yeah, thing? Rowdy, Row, Rowdy Roddy White. Yes, correct. Yeah, and someone UAB. else. They had, they had another pretty decent wide receiver at the time. but And they couldn't they could score. It was the same thing. It's amazing. Like, it's Matt Ryan. Like, he can't freaking operate, dude, in, in a small yeah, he's space. A red zone disa- he's a red zone disaster. He really is. A turnover machine. But I've gotten burnt. You know, I was on the Rams, stupidly, against the Saints. I was on the Bengals. That was a, That's probably my worst pick of the year. That, that was uh, mine, too. I, was on, I, I love that I was game, the, Gabe. I love that game. I mean, so I, did you know, I. It was such a terrible spot. It was such a terrible I spot know. for New Orleans. We're idiots. No, it but was. I've been riding the Saints, too. Like, they I took them in that 51-14. They've been good to me, but I'm, I'm just saying, man, they're not going to cover every week. They're not covering every week. No way. But, Gabe, you're right. I'm going to get some three straight weeks, and that falling knife has cut me now three straight times. <laughs> Don't worry, Steve. You'll be healed tonight. Cowboys. I got Don't seven, worry about I the falling knife. Fingers. <laughs> I got seven fingers remaining, right? And there's only six games remaining. <laughs> true. Yeah, so Steve, Steve's Very had enough true. of that. <laughs> I'll knives. be honest. I put the... 
Uh, I went real poly public here, Steve. I played a, uh, Santa, a uh, New Orleans Saint money line, Toronto Raptor money line parlay. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Just let it win, Steve Merrill. ProSportsInfo.com, one of the covers experts. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Dead ringer picture up between you and uh, you and Gritty actually. <laughs> Gritty. Yeah, and we we're saying you know you almost should be, you almost like you should be Gritty like you know like you I should like lo- when I... Gritty does interviews and stuff it should be you in that suit. <laughs> that would be amazing. That was the best today. Game I was like Michelle thought I was going to be offended. I'm like I'm not offended. Like it's a compliment. I don't mind being called Gritty. You know, you've worked with me for a long time. It's, I don't get mad about stuff like that. It's cool. <laughs> like, you know? Um, like, hey, no, Gritty's I, great. I, no, yeah, um, I love Gritty. I wish I was Gritty. Michelle was defending you. She's like, that's so mean. He doesn't look oh, like Gritty. Mean. And then we put a picture up side by side, and she's like, oh, my God. Like, oh, you know. no. <laughs> but we did the Christmas card one, and he looks good, Kev. Like, it's, he's not all googly-eyed and stuff. Oh, I, I kind of like the drunk guys, though. That's that's what makes him. Great. Yeah, but he's 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 at his Christmas best for the Christmas. He's wearing like a Christmas sweater. It's like sort of. Oh, really? <laughs> they dressed him up. That's amazing. Well, it's, it's sort of like a sweater. yeah, it's like a Chris, it's like a gritty sort of Christmas card. I don't know. I don't know if it's a digital Christmas card or something like that. But uh, in other news, right now, I got to laugh. Right now, I just see that. Uh, I see that uh, investigative journalist, and I use that term real loose, <laughs> uh, Laura Loomer. And uh, her last name should just be Lunar because she's batshit crazy, this chick. Um, I see she's chained herself. <laughs> it's just too good, man. I can't help it. There's a video I can see, like she, right now, she's like live. She's 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 changed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at what's going on there. Yeah, it's like police lights and what the hell's going on here? Wow. She's chained herself to the Twitter headquarters. That's. <laughs> she's been banned. She got kicked off of Twitter for like uh, violating their hate uh, their hate policy. She's like in a she's like an Islamophobe. Like she's she's nuts. Like she's she's really she really is crazy. This chick. Oh yeah, look at the cops. Uh, They're uh, just sitting there going, "Really? Like we got to go yeah, yeah, deal exactly with this?" Like, like, see the one guy. He's like, "Come but on." But she's man. holding up signs. Like she's I like, know. you know, what, wait, like what was? Okay, let's see. I want to read this side. She's got it's just too good. What's this one going to be? 
Yeah, look at the cops. <laughs> They're just like, I know, it's hey. the best. I know. This is like, I don't know where this is. I didn't even realize Twitter was. I thought Twitter headquarters was in San Francisco. She's at their New York corporate office here. She's chained to the front door. Yeah, megaphone. She's got, she's got, she's got like a bunch of placards and stuff like that. Yeah, here's yeah, security the, coming yeah, out. Yeah, it's the big pop's the best. Like, the guy the guy in the sidewalk just wiping off the sweat. He's like, really? It's not even a domestic? What a joke. She's like, isn't it ironic? Something about the LGBT. Yeah, like, yeah. I give her credit, dude. Like, the, she really finds a way, like, on a weekly basis, man. To like, And you wonder, like, why is she doing this, right? People will donate money to her, Jim. Yeah. Like, she, so, she, she does this right now. She'll get arrested in a couple of hours. And... And basically, she'll state, you know, look, the mainstream and the yep. you know, George Soros and the, the left, they're trying to keep me, keep me down. I need money to keep my my investigative journalism. Like, it's a big angle. It's a big <laughs> shtick. Yeah. Like, it, it is. It is. And, and, th- and people this, will do it, too. They'll all right. Here's a cop. That cop's just going in. And, uh, <laughs> it's I too good watching live. People. I'm I sorry. Know. It's just too good. It's like live drama here, man. <laughs> Uh, the cop like escorts some guy into the building. Wow. <laughs> it's too good. It's just too good. Yeah, like this chick, she's just doing it for attention. But dude, like this chick, she they they they've infiltrated Canada too. Like she was she was pounding the streets of Toronto during the election for that Faith Goldie chick. If, if for that's right. Yeah. yeah, you know Faith Faith Goldie's basically uh, you know Adolf Hitler as a chick like. It's like straight, <laughs> straight up racist. Like, are you like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, there's right, there's right, there's, there's looter chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're right. There's right. Yeah, yeah. everything's a conspiracy this. to kill know, Israel. Blah, blah, everything's blah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, we all, yeah, yeah, we get it. It's like Alex. Alex Jones used to actually talk about useful things years ago. Now he's talking about how the left is funding a homosexual frog operation. Like, for, he thinks that, like, frogs have been turned gay for some reason, and there's a greater purpose to it. You know what I mean? Like, they're, it's like, they're, it's, the, I, I, the term sorry, is actually crazy. I'm, like, they're. Yeah, I'm just trying to soak that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How stupid so, and insane that is. I'm like, what? <laughs> frogs are gay? Come on. I'm glad I was I'm glad I wasn't there uh, for the, uh, so that Faith Goldie chick. Oh, yeah. She, she was like. She's like, oh no, you don't, you don't let me in the, you don't let me in the debate. It's like they don't let you in debate, not because of whatever, like because you're insane. Like that's why you're not allowed in debate. I'm all for like multiple parties and stuff like that, but I'm not for like crazy people. Like, you know, why don't we just grab a person like from the Port Authority bus station here in New York and make them mayor? You know what I mean? It's like just because you say something doesn't mean it's true, right? Exactly. Like, that's the thing with this Laura Lunar chick. Like she's pretty good. Like she, I'll give her credit. Like she's very convincing. Like she's. She, like, believes her lie. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, just because you believe it doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> like, all right, look, look. Look, man, it's getting more serious now. Like, you can tell, like, one of the, the sergeants or something is talking to her now. Probably giving her the choice. Listen, you don't know. She wants to get arrested. <laughs> no, she wants to get arrested. Like, that's her goal. Like, she wants to get arrested. She wants to be on video here and stuff. I gotta tell you, you and I would do a lot of stunts. The last thing I would do is try to get arrested purposely, Cam. For no, this show. no, I don't. Like need if that, you told man. me, like, yeah, if you're like, all right, Marcy, you want to help your career, you got to go like chain yourself 
to Twitter's headquarters. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I got kicked off of Twitter for uh, how long was I banned for? It was only once. I've been kicked off of Twitter once. A month. Only. I think they kicked you off for a month, right? Was it a no, month? No, it wasn't a, a month. Or... No, 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 no. What, was it a day? It was like, yeah, it was Dude, like 24, Who cares? Hours. It's a nice break for you, man. It's like, it oh, was. Man, I don't have to go on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't go. Ch- I didn't go chain yeah. myself to the front desk. <laughs> yeah, that's my point. It's almost like they did you a favor. It's like, okay, well, I got, I get a day off this shit. I don't have to worry about it. And this faithful. And it goes to show too. the power. It goes to show the power of Justin Timberlake. That's what I got. To, that's what I got kicked off of Twitter for. She, she looks really. I oh, said yeah, that, yeah, that Tim, guy, He knows Timberlake, everybody. I, yeah, yeah, I said yeah. something about he should Don't get mess his with that guy. in or something. Yeah, he's yeah, Illuminati, I, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's certain people you can't mess with. The guy's a stone cutter, Brent. So you know that. Come on. It's true. Like, Beyonce's on the list. He's on the yeah, list. There's, there's, like you yeah. said, yes, Leo DiCaprio, Bono. There's yeah, a few, oh, like you call. said, there's no, celebrities. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Like, if you yeah. just, like, you know, if you call Taylor Swift a bitch or something like that. Oh, yeah, you're, you're done. done. You're done. Yeah, you I call remember, me an yeah. MF, you make fun of whatever. Hey, no problem. Twitter will let you do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember after I ripped on uh, Bono. Yeah, how's your carbon footprint? Things didn't go well for me in my life. It's almost like uh, he controls bad vibes. I'm like, okay, you two. I'll back off. I don't want to say anything bad. And this Faith Goldie Bird, she's a, she, you probably know Gabe. She's been around her, like Toronto for a big period of time. She's loaded, too. Like, See the school she went to? Private girls' school. Uh, Trinity College, West. It's like, give me a oh, break. Oh, yeah. Man. They're yeah. always like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like your life's been real tough there, honey. Come on. Like, give me a break. It's like, uh, racist, it's like Tucker racist. Carlson. You know the guy with the bow tie, Tucker Carlson? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, uh, yeah, that, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's at the Kentucky Derby. Do oh my God, we got picks and is that, is that that's the guy? Oh right? yeah, is yeah, that yeah. The guy, yeah. That guy. So uh, no, he's uh, he's a Fox. He's a Fox News. Oh, he's okay. Sorry, I'm mixing him up. I'm sorry, I'm mixing him up with the gay guy who does fashion advice on NBC. Sorry, no, that's sorry, uh, that's, that's, that's that's Johnny Weir. Oh yeah, Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Weir. <laughs> The figure skater. Wasn't he a figure skater? Yeah, it's a jo- Johnny Weir and Tara yeah. Lipinski. Oh, they do they're, the, uh, they're like, the fashion tips. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my God, this jockey looks so great in those silks. I'm like, what? Okay, man. And I'm like, this, I just want to watch the Preakness, bud. <laughs> guys doing fashion you know, tips for jockeys. <laughs> we, we were talking about that on the morning show today, about uh, going going to the Kentucky. Did Michelle wants to go and wear, like, one of those oh, fashion she, stuff. She'd do a wicked job. You Actually... If Cardano's listening, you should send her because uh, she she she'd do great. Well, you she'd can come too. We should she'd all get, go. Like me, yeah, me and Corey yeah. want to go too. She'd get interviews too. Like people would talk to her and stuff because she's pretty. Uh, I just you know, don't really want to go to Kentucky though. No, I don't really either. I, I'd like to see the race, but I really no offense to to anyone Kentucky listening either. from Kentucky no, right now. No, but. I just yeah, it's a long trip. Like is you know is weed legal? <laughs> That's another thing. You, you for your for your lifestyle, you want to keep it uh, nice and safe. You don't want to go too far. <laughs> No, I mean, that's what me and Corey were talking about, just that yeah. we go to Kentucky. It's, it'd be cool if, like, we were really rich and, yeah, you, you know, like, you want. like Bono or DiCaprio. Like, basically, no, like, you know, you fly in and fly out. You know what I mean? You roll in Saturday morning on your charter. You go to the race. You're right back to the airport after. I don't really want to be in Louisville, Kentucky for, like, four days or something. Yeah, good point. And like Craig, I said, Craig. it's no offense to Louisville, Kentucky. I don't really want to be a lot of places for four days. I'm just going to watch this uh, video uh, that uh, Craig Martin sent us a video about Shaq, uh, Shaq the Illuminati. This video will blow your mind, boys. Shaq, MK Ultra <laughs> Mind Control, Illuminati Exposed. It's actually funny that uh, they have that strain of marijuana 
that's on the menu. It's called MK Ultra, and that's yeah. It's based on that that experiment, wasn't it? Like a a, a huge scientific yeah. experiment called MK Ultra. Like it's like yeah, we've mind blowing stuff. We've opened up a real uh, Pandora's box now. We got we sure have, this. buddy. Can't, we can't go. The back Illuminati now. videos are being sent in. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, don't say anything. I'm not, you, I don't you, buy you, in. <laughs> I I don't buy into the Illuminati. But you buy into what like you said I, about I, Taylor, no. Taylor Swift, Bono, yeah, yeah, and all those no, people. There's, there's, there's a protected. Right, yes, yeah, there's a protected yes. little. They're not Illuminati, a but cabal. they're a part of a special no, society. No, but this. No, but dude, there's videos on on YouTube and stuff of people, you know, like the Super Bowl halftime show. They think that it's like Satan produced, and the Illuminati is trying to influence <laughs> you to jump into a black hole. They had like there was like this sort of laser show on the stage like basically yeah. on the stage at the super bowl the guy in coldplay and Nicki minaj or whoever the hell it was yeah. you know what i mean they like the the earth sort of opened and they sort of went away from it like they ran away and there was like a hole in the ground it was like a or went into space you know in other words it was just a cool live concert right yeah they yeah, had effects right. <laughs> yeah. but no no of course it's no, 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 <laughs> Beyonce, and it's a message. Exactly, Cam. It's a message to commit adultery, what she did here, and it's a message to fornicate. Like, there's like wacko shit. It's got like millions of hits too, man. Yeah, and like, from our know, generation, it was from our generation to be like, hey, when you play that uh, Led Zeppelin album backwards, it says "Come to the Devil" or something like. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, it does. You know how many times you go through your vinyl? Yeah, of course. You know, all, give all, me, a, all give me a break. All, all that crap. Like, I'll tell you one yeah. thing. Shaquille O'Neal isn't smart enough to be part of any Illuminati. That's right? a great point. He's hanging out with the general. Like, yeah, you said it. I'm buying Shaq, my Shaq insurance. secret stonecutter meetings? A cartoon character. I'm buying my insurance with a cartoon little guy. Hey, Ooh. what's up, Shaq? The general. Who keeps the metric system down? We now do. We do. We, we do. do. Who made Steve Gutenberg a star? We did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Goots. Yeah. <laughs> the best. The Simpsons is so good, man, for all that stuff. I'm so glad. They like, used they to run it. Uh, yeah, no, the old episodes. They run it like 24 hours. Now, it's actually hilarious how the music networks make no money with videos now from everybody doing their stuff. So they just run basically south park and simpsons 24 hours a day with a little bit of old school uh you know beavis and butthead and stuff like retro car it's just it's basically a cartoon network now <laughs> that's they, they already pay for the rights okay sounds good to me that's the way it works i believe uh kyle uh huh? kyle lowry <laughs> lowry who i think i think kyle lowry <laughs> I think Kyle Lowry uh, just told the media before the game, don't ask me no dumbass questions. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the media is hyping up about tonight. He's like, it's a regular season game, man. Yeah, I told like, you. You got to chill I, out. Uh, I know. Everyone's going you, you bananas. You got to chill out. Like, it's Kyle Turley, man. He's in surly mood today. I like that's good. That's good for business. That's a good thing. That's a very good Kyle thing, Turley. don't you think? Kyle, Kyle, did I call him Kyle Turley or Lowry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call Kyle, Kyle Turley like three times. It's okay. Yeah, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, it's all. You got Turley on the mic. Kyle Lowry. So don't ask plan. me no dumbass questions. Yeah, I know. I, I told a Kyle Lowry story earlier today. That's why. All right, Yang. Are you there, Yang? MC Yang. 
MC Yang. All right, good stuff. Here, check. Uh, I'm going to send you this link right here, right now. Right here. Send it right, right now. Right now. And uh, can you uh, can you just play the audio of this? So just 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 play it raw here. Just play, play the audio. It's uh, Kyle, Kyle Kyle Lowry in the Lowry. Uh, pregame here with the media. Big big game tonight. Big uh, game, give, huge. Give. Uh, yeah, yeah he's got to queue it up, here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 a, yeah he, is exactly. a grand, he is a grandfather. Yeah, exactly. The last question. Kyle, there's a lot of noise, but games like this, how, how do you view a game like this? In Another regular season game. Yeah. You already know that's what I just said. No. You know what that is. Next question. Why Why is it a regular why is it just a regular season game? Why is it? What is this? Why is it just? What? But what is it though? That's what, what are we in right now? Regular season. There you go. No, but you got two-time champs. It's on TNT. I mean, this doesn't happen every night. What are we at? Where are we at? Game twenty-three. Of what? Eighty-two. Of what? The regular season. There you go. Good answers. But I mean, yep. Is it easy for you to kind of just it, put it in that box? It, that's this. Good answers. Next question. Yep, he had to put out the fire. Yeah, yeah, Grange. <laughs> exactly. You called it too. You can tell by the voice. Unbelievable. That was Grange. Why is <laughs> yeah, it of course a regular it was. season game? Why? Yeah, well, why is it it's a regular question, season Grange. game? Yeah. Hey, why is it a regular season game? Because it's because it's a regular season. Hey, thanks, bud. Yeah. Because we're in November, Grange. That's why it's the regular season. I don't like that guy. He he was rude to you that day. Honestly, that guy pisses me off. Like I don't care. Yeah, but we, it's funny. We, we don't the, we don't have to be nice to everybody in the media because the nah, guy's a screw Grange. He's uh, a dick. But it's funny that Kyle Lowry says right before he comes in and he says to these guys, sort of with a little smile, but he says, yeah. "Don't ask me no dumbass questions today." And then right away they start dumbass <laughs> questions. Exactly. That's a dumb question, right? Like it is. And then it, and then. And then the ultimate dumb question, why is this just another regular season game? And because it's the regular season. The regular season. <laughs> yes. It's 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 a it's a it's a regular season game against the def- the, the the champs, but it's still a regular season game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Lowry's just Kyle Lowry just likes He's playing with them. With yeah, he's playing yeah, with yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. He's, you know, he's teasing them, man. That's what it, that's what they game. do. But this is who the Raptors are now. And Kawhi Leonard, they tried to bait him. They said, are you excited for this game to play the Warriors? And Kawhi had the best answer. He said, I'm excited to play against everybody in the NBA. Exactly. (laughs) Which I actually believe him. I know. Kawhi, I don't think think Kawhi even knows who they're playing tonight. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions.
Game time decision. Ready for Rage Radio, level two. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Got to tell Yang, the promos, uh, he's uh, really tightening them up, Gabe. Got to give him the old Barry Horowitz. That was a good one. That was a good one. They, they've been good. Very good. Um, all right, we got to move on now from the gay frogs and everything. Because now now the tweets. Now, gay you know, now gay frogs, gay my, frogs. It's my fault for bringing any of this stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> What's up with what's up with that chick right now? Is she still chained up out there? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, you know what? The frogs actually are turning. Like their the sexual orientation of frogs are changing due to some pesticides and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's all kinds of amphibious and weird shit going on out there right now. For sure. Uh, in the world, but I don't think Hillary Clinton's behind it. You know no. I mean? No, it's it's like Hillary Clinton point poisoning ponds deliberately as part of a grand scheme to make Chelsea rich down the road. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like that's the whole thing. Like there are there are lies, there are lies out there, right? But like yeah, it's sure. when people yeah. are sort of arguing about gay frogs and stuff, they can get yeah, away with more serious dry, yeah. lies. We'll we'll draw. Yeah, that's a great point. Smokescreen, smokescreen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gay gay frogs. These frogs are gay. <laughs> All right. So it's just people like this. Hey, we got conspiracy theories and sports picks. Just put it all into one, Gabe. <laughs> well, there's there are sports conspiracies. Oh, there, there's a lot of them for sure. For sure. The uh, the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings. That that was. That, hey 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 hey. I don't care. And I'm you know me. I don't. I'm not believing. Uh, you know certain things are BS. But you know what. There was the, the, I don't know why the Sacramento Kings got screwed, but they did. It's fact. If you watch, there are some people, series, Cam. Why? There are some people that believe, legitimately believe, that Magic Johnson never got HIV, and it was all. It's all a scam. Well, I can tell you one thing. I don't know if you have. I you don't get believe HIV. That. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I, I don't. I know. I, I believe he had it, but I don't know how. When you see people who have had it. And you look at him, and I don't care what kind of health freak you are or whatever, it's insane how good he looks. It's insane. Like how I don't know I don't I don't know how you do it. Right, Marenzi? Most yeah, people like, when you yeah, get yeah. it, you die. How come he is so healthy? Well, no. Have the, the cure? Like what's no, going on here? No, there's uh there's different levels of it, right? There there is. There is. There's there's there is. HIV and there's AIDS. So he had HIV. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Which I H- know. HIV isn't automatically fatal, but it's not. You're a, right. It's not a death sentence, no. but AIDS is. Yes. No, but it. it yeah. It, it, no, it's it's amazing what he's. You know, if you look that's at him, that's kind of my point. Yeah. He looks great. Like it's insane, actually. But that's just I don't know. Maybe he's got spe- great genes. Like I, I I don't know how to answer the question, but he looks fantastic. That's all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that that's a conspiracy out there. Yeah. Um, for, for sure. Michael Jordan. Playing baseball because of gambling—that's a—that's uh, a conspiracy. That's a theory that's out there. Eh, that maybe. he was—he was gonna—he was gonna face—he was gonna face a—a um, a suspension for gambling. Well, his old man, similar got to Pete into, Rose. His, his old man got into a lot of trouble, right? So, could have been a trickle. Yeah, well, it was I, known I that they both—they both were betting, and yeah. Look, Frank Robinson told me that. The baseball manager, he he said, 
You said Jordan is here because it's it's like it's a it's a uh, yeah. it's like an imposed imposed suspension. Makes sense. Like they basically then you know if you think back, like Michael Jordan quitting to go play baseball wasn't really something that you would expect the best. You know what I mean? He liked it. He liked basketball too much to do that. It's kind of it was a weird move of him. It was a weird move that he did. It was. Yet, and you know that's just speculation because Frank Robinson said that doesn't mean it's true. Well, it's been right. out there, right? It, oh, it's been out there for for a long period of time, for sure. I don't think Frank would lie, though. Why? 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 why is it, did he lie to you often when you're in the room? Did most things that he tell you was it truth? I would have to say. Um, yeah, he, yeah, no, he was pretty. I, uh, he seems like a pretty honest type of guy. Like, you know what I mean? If he's going to tell you something, I think the tr- it's going to be truth most of the time, you'd think. Right? You, he's a very surly guy, right? Yeah, so he was, not, yeah, yeah, like he. But he was, but he was honest with you. That's different. Right? He's a big, he's a big sport fan. So he liked talking about yeah. sports and stuff, right? Yeah. So like other sports, you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's how like I got, I got to know him pretty well, actually. He didn't really like a lot of people. And uh, I'm not saying he loved me, but he didn't hate me. And uh, he started to like me as the year went on more and more. And it was funny. He started to like me even more like when the football season was around because he saw that I knew a lot about NFL and stuff. And uh, so he used to always talk to me like after like like after the little media scrum was over after a game. He'd go, what do you think of the Raider game this week? You know what I mean? Like he'd start talking to me about football and stuff. It's pretty cool though. He's he was good friends with Al Davis, so he, he had good Raider stories. You know, he was telling you know he had a few good stories about being at the Super Bowl up there in the, in the box with Al Davis and stuff. And I told you it's kind of awkward now to say, but one of his best got, friends was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I met crazy. Bill Cosby because of him. Like yeah, I had well, Bill Cosby me. on Sports Radio. on your show. That's right. You did the big, yeah. did the big interview with Bill Cosby. That's amazing. <laughs> what a, sorry, I just, yeah. you ever know that Spanish flies? Okay, okay. People always ask me, "Well, who's the most famous guy you've ever had on your show?" And I always think yeah, for a Bill second, Cosby. Like, I, don't know, I guess Bill Cosby. You know. <laughs> I remember, too, like you used to say you talked to Frank Robinson about that stuff. When I was covering the Leafs, I was a huge college football fan, and I remember I got in shit. I was, talk, I was talking to, like, Jackman on defense, and their PR guy brought me to the side and said, you can't talk, uh, you can't talk like, college football and other stuff. With the play. Like, they were such dicks. I'm like, why? What, what, is, what is me having to talk to a player about the Kansas uh, State Wildcats have to do with anything about the Leafs playing the Dallas Stars tonight. Like, you know, uh, like, that's just the hockey. They're right? just they're a so bunch of, they're just a bunch yeah, of yeah. dicks. Uh, that guy was such a dick. It's not, not the players either. Like, the players no, no. Like, want to do the interviews. Yeah, it's I know, the, but he pretends PR that's, people, their, yeah. that's their thing. They pretend it's like the players, but it's them actually coming up to you saying, hey. The Canadians are so insane. The Canadians are so insane. And Jose Theodore, when he was the MVP, there was the All-Star game. And um, I don't know, it was in Tampa, whatever the hell it was, but... The All-Star game was somewhere, and it, it was when they were on Fox. So it was yeah. when in the Fox TV Ro- era there. and Robots and uh, glowing robots, pucks, yep, yeah. Yeah, glowing stuff. pucks and stuff. So Fox uh, sent, like, Fox, like, basically, you know, like, they, they didn't send someone. They hired someone. My boy, like, was a runner. So, like, they, so in the old days, basically, they, they saw they do this. And people wonder, how do they know the scores to everything? Like, how, how, do, how does, like, ESPN.com, like, their scoreboard during a baseball game, the box score? It's good old-fashioned, Cam. They're calling it in. 
Yeah, stringers. Like there's They're called stringers. Stringer. Stringers. Exactly. Stringers. stringers. Yeah, yeah, stringers. I used to. I've done. I've been stringer so, before. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, man, I knew a dude. Man, he was a stringer for like three three people a one a one a, a night. It's a it's a great. So gig he, he was literally it. making like two three hundred a night in the old days. With a lot of money. Yep. He's making about three hundred a night and. He'd have like three phones open, though, like old school, not even cell phones, landlines no, in the exactly. press box. Exactly. And he had them all just sort of open. And all he, you know, ball one, you know, strike, foul ball, you know, six, three, two, double play. And then he'd have to say, like, the numbers, you know, the sort of the box, the, the scoring, you know, six, three, one. And then he'd say, and then he'd have to say manually, too. Yeah, ground ball to, uh, ground ball to third baseman, threw him out. And basically, but you can't miss a damn play. So it's funny to see these guys in between innings, like, booking it to the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Running back. Because they can't. Sometimes my buddy would be like, hey, can you just, yeah, just, just tell them ball one, ball two. But it's funny. They'll start talking about their personal lives and stuff together, too, right? No, I used to deal with this. Guy, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, yeah, my wife's too much, man. And, and I will talking. say this. Ball one, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I used to work in the stringer game, and you're right. They're usually all, like, older, beat-down guys on their third wife. Like, I, <clears throat> I used to do it all the time. You said it, Moretz. It was a good gig, though. Yeah, this guy used to do it. Yeah, so it's, like, it's uh, either young guys press. getting into business that got lucky guys. and got the job, yeah. or, or old guys, guys that have yeah. beaten down and are sort of retired or got fired yeah. and, like, yeah, it's like, Listen, we're gonna keep you around in the press box here. You're, you know, you call call ESPN with the score, buddy. And the thing is, they actually make better money than the writers too, probably. I know they do. So, it's a good gig. Yeah, it's not a bad gig. Like I remember in the old days, man, it was like seventy-five bucks a game or something. And like I said, I remember my boy Storm and Norman Marshall. He was doing two a night. He was doing ESPN and he was doing like AP or something like that. And he just had both phones open at once, type thing. <laughs> but yeah, so my boy Filosa did was doing it. So basically, you know, whatever. So Fox contacted Filosa in Montreal and said, hey, can you interview? You know, like those interviews where you just see the player, you don't see the interviewer. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Just you know, what's man. it like to play in the All-Star game? It's sort of like on, on the All-Star game. And you know, they're going to edit it and shit. So, so he goes and he does. Um, he goes and he tells them. He's there every day, too, every game. But you can't just go up to Jose Theodore. you got to go through the PR guy. Exactly. So he goes to the PR guy and he goes, listen, I got to do like just five minutes. They want five minutes of Jose Theodore. Just generic questions. You know, what's it like to be the MVP? Um, to, well, how's the season going? What's it like to be starting an all-star game? You just, you know, yeah. vanilla softball. Like they just yeah. wanted, Easy they stuff. needed, Easy. they needed, filler. they needed some B-roll type shit. Yeah, they filler. needed some B-roll, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, so he, he's like, listen, he goes, I just need like five, seven minutes of like just standard questions for him for the All-Star game. And they're like, who's this for? And he's like, it's for Fox. It's for the official broadcast. Like they need whatever, the players in the game. And they got all suspicious. They're like, well, why would Fox want to talk to Jose Theodore? He's like, well, because they're airing the All-Star game. <laughs> and Jose Theodore starting the All-Star game. And they're like, well, we don't really see how this would be helpful for the Canadians. Like, they they basically said no. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he said no. So my buddy had to go up to Jose Theodore because he didn't want to lose the gig with Fox. So he he bypassed the, the guy. He went up to Theodore in the room. He said, hey, listen, yeah. Fox wants a couple minutes. Jose Theodore was all excited. 
Oh, Fox. He fixed his hair and everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, like Jose Theodore got genuinely excited. Oh, really? Fox? Okay, cool. And he cleaned his locker up and everything, like his stall up a little bit and everything. And, like, he literally, like, wanted to look good. He sat down. He did the interview and stuff. And um, they, they, they scolded my buddy after. You ever do that sure. again? You ever go behind our back again? We're going to take your pass yep. type thing. I've, I've had that happen to me. You know what I mean? Happened, it's like, it happened to me. And he's like, yeah, but. When but it'd be like, yeah, but him. he was he was happy. Jose Theodore wanted to do the interview. Yeah, uh, but you know what I mean. We didn't want him to do the interview. They're just they're jackasses. They're the yeah. Canadians. Like that's why, that's my deal with them. It's they're just their arrogance and their. I get it. They want to stay relevant. They want to keep like a level of respect and decorum, and hang on to the way that it used to be. But it's just it's over the top, bro. Like it's it's over the top. Like. They wouldn't give me anybody. Like they yeah. would never book a guest on my show, man. And oh, I know. They used to get they used to get pissed off when hockey players. And it was tough for me. Like I got Carl Dykehouse. You know what I'm saying? I got. Yeah, same area. You know who else did I get? Um, Gino Ojic. Yeah. You know, like I wasn't getting like you know the star players, man. Nope. And goons. You got it was, goons. It was only because of me. Yeah, I was getting them through the bar. You know what I mean? I'd see them in a bar, and I'd be like, bro, man, I can't get, like, like Sacrocoid was not coming on. You know, I said, I can't go through the haps. Like, will you just come, come on the show, man? And I'd get, you know, a couple of times a year I'd have a Canadians player on, but it was effing rare, Cam. <laughs> no, you're so right, man. I used to do the same thing. Like, I'd talk to the players. No stars would want to talk to you, like, back in the league. I'm getting Rick Jackman. Tom Fitzgerald, like, you know what I mean? I say, and they're great guys. It's like, and, and I'm doing the weekend stuff always with the same guys, fourth liners, goons, and, and role players. Like, nobody else is going to talk to you, right? So, like, I'm like, they're like, yeah, the yeah, guy freaking out. Why didn't you get Sundin? Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Like, like he's going to give me a five-minute one-on-one. not going to talk to you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because, you get Sundin, then, if you're so good, bud. Do go get him in the room. Tell me tell me how your one-on-one with Matt Sundin's going. Remember, you know, I, tried okay, get, yeah. I tried to get I tried to get a Ginla. And he goes, I like you guys. He goes, you're funny. Yeah. But he goes, I'm not going on your show. And then he yeah, even goes, exactly. he goes, they wouldn't let me go on your show. Yep. He was on the Calgary Flames at the time. He goes, I don't think the Flames would like that. And it's like there's some sort of word out in the hockey world there. Don't go on with those guys. <laughs> like, like, you right. know what I mean? Yep. It, it really is. Like, we're not like, you know, again, a point blank said it. Nah, nah you know, I've had, uh, I've had other people tell me that, too, because, you know, I was buddies with Rich Clune on the Leafs, and I actually yeah. tried to go through him, like because I basically thought, "Listen, man, he's you're on the team, bro. Like, yeah, just you can you can get me yeah. anyone. Yeah, just tell your teammate, come on with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he told me point blank too. He goes, they monitor the crap out of that stuff. Like the Leafs, like the hockey teams, you know, like even the NBA, you know, they sort of do, but. Kawhi Leonard could go on a podcast tonight, and yes, he, he ain't could. telling the Raptors. He ain't telling the Raptors. He doesn't need their permission. Fred Van Fleet does interview. Like, you know what I mean? They're not. Oh, can I do the interview? You know, but like the Leafs and these hockey teams, they have yeah. a structure that You're damn right. It's like yeah, and they, you, you if you if you don't if you don't like follow it. So like you know like baseball is funny. I remember Jay Horowitz, who's like he's a big time guy with the Mets, long time uh, media guy with the Mets. And I asked him, I asked him like three days in a row, can I get Bobby Valentine on? I was doing it the proper way. 
And, and he kept saying no. He was like, no, nah, no, no, no. He doesn't do other, uh, he, he's too busy. He doesn't do the other city uh, one-on-one interviews. He said you can meet him in a scrum, but you can't do a one-on-one interview with him. So I was just persistent. And, you know, like on the third or fourth day, four-game series, I asked, and Horowitz finally said, he goes, you really want an interview with him, don't you? And he started like, he was like, you know what? He goes, I'll be honest with you. He goes, go ask him. And he goes, I'm not going in there. He sort of, because I thought Horowitz was just kind of like blowing me off because I was a kid or, you know what I mean? I wasn't a kid, but you know what I mean? That he was not. And basically he was like trying to do, he was like almost like, I'm doing you a favor, kid. Don't go in the office. You know what I mean? So, so lo and behold, I went in. Bobby Valentine was like, who the hell are you? So he gave me, who the hell are you? Who you with? Yeah. I was like, can I get a couple of minutes, Skip? 20 minutes later, man, he was laughing, telling stories. Great interview, right? And he was like, he told me anytime, anytime. You know, like, you know, so you got to go through, but sometimes you get told off. Like, Davey Lopes told me to go F myself. <laughs> Whale Capper's coming up next. Whale Capper. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Heavy traffic has begun. Glad you went to the book already. Smart, smart, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to do it in the afternoon. I got stuck in like a little mini jam type deal. Yeah. uh, On the 495, I think it is, uh, in uh, Union City. Uh, I'm telling you, it's like the turnpike where that quarterback on the Giants evaded the cops. There's always cops, and they're always like trying to steer people onto this other off-ramp that no one wants to take. (laughs) (laughs) The Giant quarterback just didn't. Yeah, he didn't do it. He just drove right through. <laughs> I like his commitment. Yeah, so do I, actually. Like, yeah, you don't want to be late for practice. I do the same thing, you know? And he, yeah, you know, what a cop said, they charged yeah. him with, like, trying to hit an officer. I guess, he, like they said, he nearly ran a cop yeah, over. And the quarterback bad. was like, chill out. I didn't nearly run anyone over. He's like, I exactly. simply. <laughs> they told him to stop, and he sort of didn't. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when they're pointing, like, turn right, turn right. He just sort of. Turn left and like took off onto the on ramp. Yeah, construction zone. Slow. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop the car. Like we got to move. Like, come on, man. I'm, I'm on his yeah, side. But, it, but something must have happened because the Giants took his side. They were like, it's just a minor traffic thing that's being overblown. And now suddenly he's number three on the depth chart. So I don't know. I think they, you know, maybe they found out. Oh, and you told the cop to go f himself, right? <laughs> like, but nevertheless, let's bring in a man that always uh, obeys law enforcement orders to pull over. Whale capper, what's up, whale capper? <laughs> Good intro. He's a yeah, different after all. See, I worked yeah. it in early. You got, you got to stay on the right side of the law. Come yeah, on. you did. <laughs> Especially at Long Beach in L.A., they're a little trigger happy. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Whale Capper, I got to tell you, it looks like uh, our wager, 
Our wager's coming down to the wire, man. We got five it games left. From, uh, yeah, man. I went from dead and buried to uh, suddenly I got life. Uh, I yeah. was not expecting this uh, this free fall from the Carolina Panthers, and last week felt like a gift. Uh, did not see that coming. Even you know, it felt like the Panthers had that game in in their palm of their hand for you know three quarters of it at least, maybe maybe more. Yeah, I was worried about uh, last week. I was concerned. I got the yeah. right team at the right time this week, though, to get back on track to get to number seven. Mm, okay. 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 Yep, yep. Well, you sound you sound I, hesitant. Yeah, hey, you sound like a buccaneer there. Will I know. Cam has warned me. Cam has warned me a lot. He said, "Stop if trusting Cam have, Newton uh, and putting so much money on him." But I think this is a good <laughs> spot for him. I don't know if you guys know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are giving tickets away to this game. They had thirty-eight thousand nice. people in the stands last week, and it's getting ugly, and they're embarrassed. So they're giving tickets away, trying to get people to go, but they're giving tickets. To the season ticket holders, people in Tampa are fed up. The team sucks, so there'll be zero home field advantage for this week. I think Carolina handle them and cover the number. Mm, man, well, uh, if I didn't have uh, an outstanding liability on the Carolina Panthers win under, uh, I'd probably look for uh, the Bucks in that game. But uh, I'm nervous for sure because you know it, if we've learned anything about the Panthers this season, they're a streaky crew. Man, they streak, and uh, if they can get back in the winning column this week. Uh, I think I'm toast. I think they win a couple more. I mean, they get the Browns next week. Uh, who I, did you see the look ahead for that? Has the Browns favored by one? No, um, no, that's so, a look I mean, in the line. I know their schedule, and I know. Do <laughs> you believe this, Cab? I got to get three more wins. The Carolina Panthers play the Saints twice. Yep, big problems, Moran. So you got to take care of business this week. <laughs> yeah, 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 and they got to beat is, the Cleveland Browns it. next yeah. week too. Yeah, Cleveland's yeah. playing they better. Got, uh, these next couple weeks matter a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy. It's going to come down I'm to the so wire. Cr- yeah. I'm so crazy. I'm going to uh, I, I'm, I'm going to double up. I'm going to carry your line like even though. <laughs> well, Cap, like even though I already have the liability. <laughs> well, I have the liability. I yeah. think they're going to beat Tampa. Oh, I, I see. I, yeah. see. I, I thought they were going to double yeah, your yeah. bet. Okay. No, 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 no. Like, like I think they're going to beat Tampa. You know what I mean? So I'm not. I just look at this like a game. I'm, I'm going to take, you know, okay, I have eight and a half or whatever. I take that out of the equation. Now, I, let me look on your Twitter here. So what was your score, uh, Will Capper, for that game? Because it sounds I like have, you're leading I to have, Tampa Bay uh, here. Yeah, I don't, I don't have Tampa covering. I mean, uh, you know, I don't have Carolina covering, but I do have them winning. Uh, I'm looking yeah, at yeah. Uh, Carolina 30, Tampa 28. I took the over 55. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah I think yeah. this is a, this is going to be a classic NFC. I don't understand the line movement going down in that one. I think this is going to be more like what we've seen, you know, of the NFC South games in general, where there's just virtually no defense played and it's just touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. So uh, happy yep. to get an over fifty-five. But I think is I think this game gets into the sixties. I'm with you. So it's we got get... down to fifty-four and a half. Like there's no defense here. Yeah, Tampa Bay will score on Carolina. Carolina will score on Tampa Bay. I actually think, yeah, think fifty-four and a half is a good number there, Will Capper. I, I go over too. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's going to be beautiful weather. Uh, Carolina is going to be without their best cover corner and Jackson. It sounds like he's going to be out. Yep. Uh, J- Jameis Winston is desperately trying to play for some kind of job next season in the NFL. So he's incentivized to chuck it even if he's not throwing into his guys he's gonna be throwing it to carolina's guys they could run back some some scores and get some defensive <laughs> touchdowns you know, so it, this this is this sets up i think pretty well for uh for kind of a uh a, a barn burner 
And the one thing Carolina uh, so, gave, you know, their weakness is their secondary. You can throw on these yeah, guys. Like yeah. Seattle was doing it. So, yeah, points, points at a premium for sure. Points. Last week, one of my better plays was actually um, Tampa and San Francisco under uh, the number. Ooh, me too. That was the best play yeah. I had all week last week. It wasn't even close. Yeah, that, that, one was, that one was golden by the end of the first quarter. You knew that was coming home. Yeah, yeah. Just because you know, it takes 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 two to tango to get an over, right? It does exactly. Like man, you got these two really bad teams. I sort of you know, it's even higher score than I thought it was going to be. Will Capper, to be honest, I thought it'd just be one of those really (laughs) ugly ugly games. You know what I mean? And and I was right, absolutely, absolutely. But so, how about tonight? I'm looking at your score here. So, well, you can go to Will Capper's Twitter account, and it's real cool. And you can get the link to his podcast. It's very very popular. Smart dude. So. Um, a podcast at uh, soundcloud.com uh, slash uh, whale capper. Um, uh, check it out and whale capper and uh, let's see, whale capper and spinning, spinning, and Colin Wilson. And, yes, and Colin, Colin Wilson, Wilson. The deep dive. Colin Wilson is uh, was a great guest this week. He's uh, got a lot of insight. We go way back. He's a good college football mind. This is a good pod. Is he? Yeah, um, I don't, but I yeah, don't know. tonight's uh, tonight's uh, tonight's game. Uh, is going to be. 20. I I feel like this is a, one of my stronger looks of the week, and I say that a little hesitantly because I've backed a handful of unders on Thursday night football this year and gotten smoked. Uh, so I'm and I've backed unders against the Saints and gotten smoked. So it's a little it's a little dicey. Although I just feel like this matches up really well for both defenses. Um, you got you're going to be able to put Lattimore, if you're the Saints, you get to put Lattimore on Cooper. Uh, and pretty much shut him down. Like, I think Cooper yards and receptions under is a really great look for tonight because Lattimore is probably one of the best cover corners. And Dak Prescott, if we know anything about him, he yeah. will not throw into tight windows. And so if Lattimore can create, you know, create tight windows on Cooper, you're not going to see those those balls going his way, which means you're going to see and a lot well of check downs. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I talked about this this morning, actually, on on a morning show, too. Uh, about the number of of Cooper, it keeps going up. It's seventy eight and a half, and it's gone what? from he's a bum and yeah, yeah he's crazy. a bum and he's terrible to, you know, oh, you know, a couple of games he's going to light it up here tonight, and it's an it's an over over inflation, right? People remember what they saw last, and what they saw last was him running up and down the field scoring two touchdowns. That's crazy. I didn't know that the number was that high. That's an easy look on the under for me because you know. Dak Prescott is risk averse. He's not going to throw it into a tight window, and Lattimore is going to be all over that guy today. Uh, and you know, and then you flip. You know, okay, well maybe they lean on Zeke Elliott a little harder then. Uh, but you know, who's got an outstanding run defense? The New Orleans Saints. They have some big bodies that can absolutely uh, you know cause trouble for uh, for Zeke tonight. So I, I feel like the Saints defense can really dictate the pace of the game, uh, and you know, the to some degree. Dallas is going to try to play keep away from Drew Brees anyway. Uh, Dallas's defense is legit. They're no, they're no joke. They haven't played any offense that's nearly as dynamic as uh, New Orleans, so they're probably going to concede some points. But uh, you know, I got on under fifty-two and a half a little earlier in the week. I know it's been bet down, but I still think there's value on the under. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we see kind of a chess matchy type of game where field goals decided and both defenses sort of dictate who who comes out on top. Probably going to be the Saints. Um, and for the purposes of our Carolina wager, you probably are pulling for the Saints, right? If they pull away and lock up the one seed convincingly, yes. then they're probably yeah, going to arrest point. everybody week 17 against Carolina. Yes. 
So yeah, you might, read my might, mind. Might be exactly yeah, yeah, what you need. Smart guy. <laughs> Trust me, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, you know what? I need the Rams to lose a game. <laughs> that's what I thought the other day. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it popped in my head the other day, Will Capper, trust me, and it just out of the blue. I was in my elevator, actually, and I thought, I was yeah. like, you know, I can, I can do this. We can get three. We can, we can squeeze three out of this, and I was like, that Week 17 game, man, you know, if they go in there and they're, you know, if they got it locked up, and I was like, shit, I need the, I need the Rams to lose. Um, they only so, got to drop one. Offshore. The Saints got the head-to-head against them. Exactly. So yeah, offshore, I'm seeing 68 and a half right now. So for Amari Cooper, 68 and a half. But this is where it's interesting okay. because yeah. I believe okay. it, at, at the sports book, it was like 72 and a half. Me and Corey talked about this. 74 and a half, it was higher. And normally it's it's strange, um, Whale Capper and Cam, that the FanDuel sports book here at the Meadowlands with the props, and you know, and prop, not a lot of people play props. I'd say more it's the, the sharp guys, right? So Oh, absolutely. The the props, I usually get value. So, like, a good example is, like, offshore, pretty much the number for Dak Prescott tonight, 242.5 passing yards. So, I figured, all right, normally I'd get 237 or something at FanDuel, 237.5. It's usually, like, a couple of yards better for, for the over purposes. Um, like, their, their prop numbers are a little lower, essentially, than, than all the offshores are. They like to differentiate themselves a bit, which I, I respect. So, but unfortunately, man, it was like 245 and a half or something like that. And I hear where you're going with this. So you talked about you're getting smash wheel capper on these at times on these totals on Thursday nights. Because in past years, it was sort of those clunkers, division rivals, short week, lower scoring game. And the unders were coming in. They've mixed it up now. So it's not always division rivals playing each other. And it actually matters, Cam. Like, um, like division rivals play lower scoring games than for sure they do than they interconference do. Yeah, it's same in the NBA. It's just it's looser. It's just it's different. It's you know it's just a different scenario. But um, what what do you make whale capper of the fact that it's not a standard short week here? Did you put any yeah, thought into that? Because I know you look at every yeah, detail. So did yeah. you put any thought yeah, into that it's with, not a regular standard short week? They both play Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think no, and I do think that does matter because. Um, you know, especially on the side of the Saints, you know, coming off a game against Atlanta where they had, you know, they were out on their defense was out on the field for longer than usual. You know, normally the Saints play relatively methodical offense and really go on relatively long drives, cap them off with touchdowns. That's their MO. Um, and it, they, but they were, their defense was on the field for a ton of that game against Atlanta. Uh, if this was a short week for them, I would be a little concerned about an under because I would be worried that that defense had a little tired legs uh, and they could get exposed in the second half. But with a full week's rest and a full week to prepare, uh, I'm expecting a relatively fresh squads out there and, uh, you know, good, good, solid defensive performance. Um, you know, Dallas's defense is, I don't know, I think pretty clearly top five in the NFL. Um, and granted, defense doesn't matter as much as it used to to in terms of winning football games but uh for an offense that at times has looked a little bit uh limited um you know there's only really been a few bright spots in in the uh in the schedule for the cowboys offense granted one of them was last week against the redskins but that was a thursday night game that was against a defense that just was completely lost on a short week so you know i think i think you're going to see um a much more kind of you know just a more controlled uh pace of play tonight um and you know 
the big plays are not going to be there for for Zeke Elliott in the run game, uh, the way that the the way that New Orleans plays defense, and uh, presumably with uh, with New Orleans on the road, they're not going to be their normal explosive offensive selves. Even though um, you know, even though this is a primetime game and they may want to put on a show, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher for them to be successful against what is a very good defense in Dallas. What's your, well, what was your final score the there, Will Capper? What do you have as a final? I was looking at 27-21 as a, my mean projected score, but uh, I could I could easily be talked into something even lower, like 20-17 to 17 or, or 23-17. I, I could see uh, wow. one of these teams really getting limited score-wise in this game, and uh, it's probably going to be the Cowboys just because of the way that uh, uh, that the Saints defense matches up with their strengths. I'm going to be down. Uh, if this game goes the way Whale Capper just uh, spelled it out, I'm going to be I'm going to be down about uh, eight hundred dollars. So uh, I'm hoping. Good, which, uh, what, what, do, what do you? Which, <laughs> what, what do you? Yeah, what are you looking for in this one, Gabe? You know what? Tell I, I I don't want to I'm scare you. I, I don't <laughs> I don't want to scare you, Whale Capper. I got a lot of respect for you, and it was an excellent breakdown you just went through. And I I, I hear the scenario, and I'm thinking about it too, but. When I was in line at the sports book, and I don't like the term sharp and squares, but some of these guys over there could be in square pants, uh, SpongeBob, but whatever the hell it's called, they're so square, right? <laughs> like, I swear, man, you stand, you stand in line and just bet like you hear them. They always love the chalk. You know, like, oh, no way they don't lose. Yeah. Like, I yeah. swear to God, that room loses every damn night, man. And guys in line actually had the same sort of breakdown. You know what I mean? Oh, in uh, in that sense, that Zeke, that Zeke Elliott's going to eat the clock. That Zeke Elliott's going to eat the clock. It's going to be a lower-scoring game. They're going to slow down the Saints. They're going to get pressure on them, et cetera. These guys are all Cowboy fans. They're decked out in Cowboy gear, too. There's a lot of Cowboy fans in New York. So, you know, these guys, they were regulars and stuff. But I actually, I, you know, I think you could sort of be right about the Cowboy offense. I think the Cowboy offense is going to get... I'm hoping they don't get stuck at 17. I think they can get into the 20s here. And I'm hoping and expecting that the New Orleans Saint offense clicks. Because to be honest, you called a whale capper. They've kind of stumbled a little bit here in the last couple of weeks, their mm-hmm. offense. If you look, Drew Brees has thrown for under 200 yards on a couple of occasions. Yep. They've been out yarded as a team three of their last six football games. Like they're, you know, they're, 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 they're getting it done. But it's been such a grind for them. But I, you know, I think they're going to be refreshed coming in here. It's not a long road trip. There's going to be a ton of Saint fans there. The Cowboys don't have a home field. Uh, Drew Brees is from the area. Uh, it's, it's like a homecoming for him. Sean Payton loves beating the Dallas Cowboys. We had Marshall Falk on today, and he was telling us that, that Sean Payton just loves beating the Cowboys. That and is true. I, I think the Saints bring their A game tonight. You know, like it's one of these deals where. It's like betting against Floyd Mayweather or something. It's like, I don't know, man. He's 42-0, and 0, so, yeah, he might be looking a little older and slower, but he's still going to win, right? It's one of those deals. And, you know, I, I'm i looking at, you know, 38-17. Uh, 35 21 uh, And my teaser okay, doesn't cover. No, 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 interesting. no. And the Saints Sorry, might try Jeff. to lock up the, the Saints might try to lock up the MVP for Drew Brees tonight. I could see it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. National television, four touchdown passes. 
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Um, game time decision continues, and uh, just a quick uh, Laura Loomer update. I got a, a well played by the NYPD. Well played. They called her bluff, man. <laughs> NYPD says they're not arresting her, and she can stay there as long as she wants. Nice. <laughs> Great move. You said it. No, dude. What she wants is to be like to be away from the exactly. door. Exactly. She wants to be on video. My free speech, First Amendment, yeah. Twitter, left wing. Oh my God! I love that they call her bluff. They're like, yeah, whatever. You can stay as long yeah. as you want. You're not bothering anyone. <laughs> and Twitter's like, yeah, whatever. Like, because they don't want to give her the platform. <laughs> yeah. That's yep. it's really well played. Like, she's a professional troll. Like, that's a. And I don't know, you guys. I'm gonna move on from this, but. There's that that group, the uh, the Proud Boys. So there's that guy, Gavin McInnes. Uh, you know who that guy is, Will Capper? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a real dickhead. So he's from Montreal. I'm from Montreal. Uh-huh. Well, he's not from there, but he, he lived there. And he, he's vices from Montreal. So he just used to be this punk rock guy. But he's turned in. There's money in this sort of alt-right crazy stuff, right? So now he's one of oh, those yeah. nut jobs. So he makes money off it. And he's got, like, I don't know, like a million followers on Twitter or whatever. So he was just deemed a hate group the other day. So he's in the news and whatever, and, you know, not a lot of people know who he is, but I thought maybe you would look at yourself. And he's very distinctive looking, right? So outside of our studio, we do the show on 34th Street. So, you know, you see, you know, it's, it's Manhattan as Manhattan gets. So, so I'm out there, basically, you know, <laughs> I'm out there after, after the show blazing and walking down the street that he's coming right at me, this guy. And he's got, like, a camera on him. Like, they're yeah. filming oh, here him we walking go. down the street. Except he's not saying anything. He's dressed in, like, this really nice suit. And he's sort of mean-mugging the camera and stuff. <laughs> Except, like I said, I'm from Montreal. I kind of know him. I know the same people. So I made eye contact, and he looks at me and sort of, like, looks like like he recognizes me. I don't, you know what I mean? He didn't say hi, no, sure. but he sort of, like, yeah. he gave me that, like, I know that guy. And I just bursted out laughing in his face. And I was going to say, you're an embarrassment, bro. I was going to say, I was going to say, you've changed a lot, man, since since the the punk rock days, man. I was going to say, you're an effing embarrassment and you're a joke. And you're, you're, you know, and he really thinks he's a tough guy. Like, it's like a fight club, this Proud Boy stuff. So I was going to mouth off to him. I came so close to mouthing off to him. Except I realize he's got the camera and it's exactly what they want, right? Yeah. Me mouthing right. off and him and then I would have been on his Twitter account and my Twitter just would have got ambushed. 
I realized it wasn't <laughs> worth it to tell him to go f himself. <laughs> but, uh, the battles. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to. Like, yeah. I once told the prime minister of uh, Canada. I gave him the finger once. Um, the active uh, prime minister. <laughs> Who was I was it? on oh, a bus at the and, time. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect yeah. timing. He was coming out of like a conference in a hotel, yeah. and my bus was like on the right, literally on the like it was. You couldn't. It, was, it couldn't have been better timing. Like I just opened the window. And he had, like, a big chin. His nickname was Chin. So yeah, I just said, hey, Chin. Chin. And he actually looked up, and I just put my middle finger up. <laughs> yeah, he had a big chin. It's like a yeah, That he thing did. was long. It was really long. He did. Uh, yeah, I was young. I was wrong to do that. You also wrong. told his kid You also told his kid off, too, at a UFC event, Marenzi. So you hit both. I was wrong to do that, way. too. Yeah, well. Yeah, I was wrong to do that. It got to the point, whale cappers. Yeah, Brian Mulroney, that's, like, former prime minister of Canada. I had, like, a, a mentor of mine. There's a radio host. May he rest in peace, Ted Teven, an older dude. And Ted was actually friends with the guy. All right? And a lot of prime ministers live in Montreal for some reason. They're all from Montreal. So this guy lived in Montreal, and he listened to the show. And I used to rip oh, wow. his kid because his, his kid is, like, a talk show host on, like, Entertainment Tonight type thing. Yeah, entertainment. And, you know, I was a jerk. I was basically like, you know, I had a real success. You know, your father's a prime minister and you're interviewing, like, yeah. you know, you know, you're interviewing, you know, Hannah Montana or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, I was taking pot shots. It was just like 10 years ago. I was a jerk. Yeah, I used to be more of a shock jock. So, you know, I, I was ripping a guy and, you know, my friend told me, he goes, listen, he goes, um, the prime minister asked me to ask you to stop. And I was like, the prime minister listens to the show? And he's like, yes. And he goes, you're really upset. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's so, prime minister. It was, That's prime minister I looked at it as like show. such an honor. Yeah, hey. I looked at it as such an honor that he was listening he to the listens. show. I backed yeah. off after, yeah. <laughs> then I became all nice to him. Because Ted told me, he goes, he actually likes you, but yeah, he, you make it hard. <laughs> That's what Ted told yeah, me. Pushing <laughs> he, yeah, pushing his button. Yeah, because he's a big sports fan. He goes, you make, it, you make it hard. He goes, he actually likes you, but... You're making it hard for it. <laughs> that's amazing. It wow, so that's I was like, wild. all right, all right, all right. I was like, for you, Ted, all right, I'll, uh, I'll back off. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I'll back off. All right, so we'll give you a Laura Lunar. Stop taking uh, shots at your fail, son. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, we'll give you a Laura Lunar update a little bit later on. Um, so uh, we got this football game tonight. Yeah, so as I was stating, you know, and we'll move on from the total here, but it's 51 and a half right now. And it's funny because uh, me and Will Capper were talking and I told him, you know what? I, you know, a 51 to me, 52 and a half, 51 and a half feels kind of low. And you said, that's actually a high number. Yet, I guess I'm desensitized and I'm just used to these, you know, 55s, 57s. I mean, guys in camp, you remember in the old days. I remember like when the Bears and the Giants and Lawrence Taylor and, and the 30, Bears were good. And 36 and 36. And yeah, yeah. Been there. You know, I remember 30, 32 and a half in that playoff 33, game outside. 33, 37 yeah. and a half were common with good defensive teams. Yep. Standard, 42 and a half, 43 and a half. Hey, going to be a high-scoring game. Ooh, it's 48, it's 49. Yeah. Times yeah, have changed, haven't they, Whale Capper? It's incredible. We're in a totally new world. I mean, it, and it, it's, you don't even have to go back a week uh, and a half here, and you had a total of 63 in that Rams-Chiefs game, and then seven days or six days later, you had a total of 38 in the uh, Bills-Jags. It's like 
it's like two different sports, <laughs> but they're the same. It's the same league. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, I, I'm looking at my card now. I'm on an over 55 and I'm on an under 44 and a half. Uh, so I'm all over, you know, you, you kind of have to pick your spots. There's not just sort of a, you know, the, the right side, you know, over or under here. And, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of crazy that, uh, you know, I'm projecting 35 points this week from the Chiefs and only 14 from the Bills. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's all over the map. So It really you know. is. You know, and that, that, that Bills game, um, so you know, let's talk about that a little bit. Buffalo Bills, because you'd be a great guest on the show that we do, Sports Rage Against the Machine, but I know you're a busy man. Um, so we go against the DailyRoto.com algorithm. DailyRoto.com is the best DFS site out there and optimizers and produce seven millionaires it's it's real good stuff you'd like it actually i'll send you a link actually well capper just to sort of poke around and look at the optimizer and stuff so it's real number driven computer stuff and you know the computer has gotten into betting this year and it's killing totals man like 70 percent. it's amazing with their projections wow nice uh yeah yeah yeah, like 68 70 percent type of thing but the computer loved the buffalo bills mark lawrence is on the bills i was on the bills jamie heaps on the bills we all like the Bills in this game, but I see you got the Dolphins 23-14. Um, yeah, tell me why. What's, uh, what's your angle on, on liking the Dolphins here? Okay, so uh, obviously, uh, you know, Bills coming off of a big win at home last week against the Jaguars. Now they're going on the road. Uh, Josh Allen on the road is, uh, you know, we've seen him perform well. I say quote-unquote well. It was really more the Bills' defense that got it done against the Vikings on the road earlier this season. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, it, you, you get a, a rookie quarterback on the road against, um, you know, against a team that looked awfully frisky last week against the Colts with their quarterback back. Um, I think Brian Tannehill is uh, underrated by the market in general. I think the Dolphins, um, you know, see themselves on the – fringes of a wild card spot they have had easy schedules on home stretch they my guess is that they are going to have their foot on the gas in this game uh full throttle and i'm expecting we see a little bit more sloppy performance out of uh, josh allen uh being on the road here and uh you know if you're going to give me under a touchdown uh for a team with playoff aspirations against a team that's just trying to kind of still find their identity and get their young guys reps uh, I'll take that every time. So it's it's going to be a pretty warm day down there. Bills are going to feel a little bit out of sorts uh, in the warm weather down in Miami. And, um, you know, if we can get a turnover-free performance out of Brian Tannehill, I think they cover this number pretty comfortably. What, what do you think, Cam? Yeah, yeah well, I, I, Gabe, I don't know. We had Gamblu on, too. I was originally thinking Bills, and I kind of, like, backed off. I'm thinking about this game now, too. I know, I know um, the, the, the Buffalo Bills fans in, in Miami, Miami doesn't really have tons of fans or anything with the home field. That's what's kind of concerning, getting four points in that game. But Will Capper brings up a good point. You know what? Miami is at home. Uh, Allen's been a train wreck as he's gone on the road. It's not a true home game for Buffalo, even though they'll have some Bills fans there that are in sunny Miami for their retirement going to the game. They usually have a good representation, but I'm not willing to pull the trigger on, on the Bills right now. I just uh, I, I can't do that, Gabe. The one, the one dog that I am going to pull the trigger with, and Gamble liked it yesterday, I was going to ask Will Capper's opinion on Jacksonville. I don't think it's going to be a real popular pick this week. They're getting four. I know Indianapolis is hot, Whale Capper, but they had to come back to beat Miami at home in that game. And I don't think uh, Kessler's much of a downgrade from uh, Bortles, who I think sucks. What about the Jaguars yeah. getting four? You could argue I, I would be willing to listen that um, 
bringing Kessler in as the quarterback and bringing his quarterbacks coach in as the offensive coordinator is probably an upgrade. Uh, and and the not you know the way that Blake Bortles has played this year, I would say it's an upgrade. You have some weapons yep. uh, on on offense there. Cole's a decent receiver. I know Moncrief has underperformed this year, but he's fine. You he can catch the ball. Uh, and uh, you're gonna be you have uh, Fournette on the bench, which I actually think again helps the uh, the Jags offensively. I think you're gonna see them uh, throwing the ball more. I think there's an incentive uh, for the Jags to play up this week. Uh, with the shakeup, um, the only issue I guess I would have is have the Jags defense, have they truly packed it in? Uh, you know, are you going to get any kind of reasonable uh, effort, motivation out of this crew? Uh, there's a chance the quarterback shakeup gets you there, um, but there's also, you know, a likelihood that, you know, these guys, are all, they're all well-paid. Yep. There's nobody that's, like, real hungry for a contract that's really trying to distinguish themselves. Their season feel is lost. They're on this, you know, this what seven game losing skid, um, and it's it's tough for me to you know to go to back to go to bat with a somewhat unknown in Kessler, um, but uh, against an indie defense that's not very good. Well, he's not uh, unknown. Could he's be... not unknown. He's bad. Portals <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is shittier though. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, but you know he's going up against a defense that's not great at. You know, that's, that's not great at stopping the pass at all. Uh, and they might be without their only kind of competent player in uh, Darius Leonard, who's, you know, hurting with a knee. He's questionable, I see. But I expecting him to be out, this to me looks like an overspot. 47.5 seems low. Uh, we know Andrew Luck is chucking the ball. He's got his chemistry with T.Y. Hilton is, looks as good as ever. Uh, I would expect both teams here to get into the twenties, and if you're going to give me a forty-seven and a half in that spot, then uh, I'm I'm into I'm into that. So uh, hopefully this is a is a pretty competitive, higher scoring game. Uh, I'm looking for two high scoring games down in Florida this week, so it's uh, should be should be an interesting one. Uh, you can argue that the Jags, you know, having just prepared for and played the Colts relatively competitively, even though they were down big after that first half. Uh, that uh, that this is a good spot to look for them to come up with an upset. Um, but, uh, you know, you're going against Andrew Luck, who clearly to me is a top-five quarterback in the NFL right now, the way he's playing. Uh, you know, I feel like he's going to find a way to get the win, but maybe not the cover if you can get a plus-four still. A game that I see you think there'll be some points in as well, and I agree with you, is uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans, which is probably one of the more entertaining games on, yeah. on the card this week. Um, so the total's a fair number in the 48 range uh, here. We see uh, Baker Mayfield in the post-Hugh Jackson era. Uh, nine touchdowns, just one interception. Um, Deshaun Watson is uh, getting healthier on a weekly basis. And uh, even Bill O'Brien can't get in, the, in, in, in his way uh, right now. Demarius Thomas is a nice pickup. Uh, Lamar Miller's been playing good football over the last month uh, or so. Um, you know, you got You I think both teams should, should be pretty productive on the offense uh, here. And so, what, what do you make of the game, Will Capper? And then, what about the number uh, of six here? Houston. You know, we say, oh, Houston aren't a good. You know, they're not blowing teams out yet. They're also getting better on a weekly basis, right? This Houston team now isn't yeah. the same Houston team. They don't have the same confidence level now as they did that day when they nearly lost to the Buffalo Bills, and they should have if. Josh Allen got hurt, and then Nate Peterman came yeah. in, and two minutes later threw a pick six, and they lost the game. Like, the Bills were about to beat them. Pretty crazy. The Bills yeah. were about to be 3-3, three and three, 
And Bill O'Brien probably gets fired if he loses that game. I tell you, it's a fine line, isn't it? Bill O'Brien, the fact that he is still employed is wild. And the fact that he's on an eight-game winning streak is crazy. Uh, he, and he the saves first his job that, again. I know. <laughs> he saves it again and again. And, I, I mean, the guy has nine lives. It's really something to behold. And I don't know. You remember the first win in this uh, streak was the overtime win against the Colts, where the Colts oh, yeah. probably went for it in their in their own yeah. territory and ran the one of the dumber yeah. Fourth, uh, fourth down plays I can remember seeing this season. They gave them that win. They gifted Bill O'Brien his job. The Cowboys did it too in overtime. You remember that game? Yeah, they, the yeah, Cowboys yeah, yeah. did not. Uh, they they didn't. Uh, they punted it instead of going for it on fourth and one in like in Houston territory in overtime and let let Deshaun Watson and company come back to kick the game winning field goal there. Like the the Texans have gotten some abs uh, some extraordinarily lucky wins on this streak. But you're right. Their cover last week against the Titans was, um, I guess you have to give them credit. It was impressive. It was kind of tenuous because of that one, you know, weird fumble, no call. But uh, you know, it's yeah, impressive yeah, that yeah. they got that cover, uh, and you have to tip your hat to them. Uh, and you know, with the potential for a little bit of a motivational letdown here after the Browns snapped their road losing streak um, last week against their former head coach and Hugh Jackson. You know, it sets up a little bit that there's going to be a little bit of a letdown for the Browns. You could even actually argue that the second half of that game was kind of a letdown for the Browns. The defense especially letting, you know, letting Cincinnati score 30 points in that game was a little bit of a head-scratcher. I don't think the Browns' defense is especially good. Um, And since Greg Williams got promoted to head coach, like his preparation with getting the defense ready to play looks like it slipped a little bit. Um, he's kind of got his eye more on, you know, just kind of getting the offense right and getting them into a position to win football games so he can kind of try to make a case to keep his job or, or get another head coaching look. Um, I don't think you should get that, but I think that's what's going on right now. And you're right, Baker Mayfield looks like a different quarterback with Hugh Jackson gone. So, I, you know, to me, this is a, is a nice overspot. I wouldn't try to convince anyone to stay away from the Browns if they think they have an edge, but uh, it's, uh, it's a little bit tough with the potential for a letdown to back them at plus six. Find Whale Capper on Twitter, at Whale underscore Capper. Whale underscore Capper. Great stuff. Great predictions. Uh, great uh, great Twitter follow. Smart guy. Check out his, uh, his podcast over at SoundCloud.com as well, slash Whale Capper. Uh, thanks for the time, Capper. Always a pleasure. Take care, hey, buddy. Much love, guys. Thanks again for having me.